0: than Saints
2: signing Brandon Browner. You not supporting Saints Happy Hour. You need to become a patron so you can get access to the best Saints podcast every day. Patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items, and you can get Saints Happy Hour ad-free by becoming a patron. That's right. Patrons get access to every show ad-free. No ads ever. So do it. Go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. That's saintshappyhour.com.
3: Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Podcast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's it's painful. <laughs>
2: All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. If you're on the live stream, you see Andrew's lovely family. We are live on Twitch as always. If you aren't following us oh, on man. Twitch, remember to subscribe to Saints Happy Hour wherever you get your podcast. Also, become an annual patron on Patreon slash Saints Happy Hour to get the best Saints podcast every day and get a month for free. Okay, we got to start here. Before we start, actually, we need to apologize. Two shows ago, people decided to start supporting the show by donating to the live stream, and we failed to notice it because PayPal thinks we're running an international money laundering operation, and they locked me out of the account because Budrich donated donated uh, – uh, Two dollars and eighty-three cents, which is an, uh, a credit card fraud <laughs> alert. So PayPal thinks we're running a money laundering order, uh, a money laundering scheme. But we got to thank there the people. Go. We got it. We got it fixed. Uh, we I want to correct our mistake because we want to thank Romeo. He donated five dollars, and since it was our first ever donation during the live stream, as promised, Romeo, you get a special VIP badge on Twitch. Twitch, of course, Bud Rich. We love you. Donating. T- $2.83, but it, it, they think we're now an international crime syndicate PayPal. I had to talk to the guy in India and explain to him that $2.83 it isn't a, a credit card fraud scheme. It's a joke about the Falcons. He but uh, we got it straightened out. I'm um, sure
4: he understood that perfectly.
2: Yeah, and Opie, he Opie Coulter, he donated ten ten dollars, and not Heath Schuler, he donated fifty dollars like thirty minutes ago. So thanks again, guys. And listen, donate, support the show. Uh, it helps us do amazing things. It helps us make sure Thomas is living large in Poland and doing his great things and his. Uh, filled to the brim with cured meats. So donate, pound that donate button in the live stream. We appreciate it. It helps us do amazing things. Can we
4: talk about Dave's uh, visual uh, appearance today? Like, well, we can make somebody out. Need, like,
2: somebody needs to make a clip, a funny clip of Dave <laughs> lounging in generator goodness. Uh, I want to tell you, <laughs> click the, the icon on the, the left of the full screen icon. When you hover over the live stream window, then the editor opens and you can adjust to duration of the clip and give it an appropriate name like Dave lounging around looking lazy. Remember, you can do it during the show. show so if you have a funny moment, uh, do it. Maybe you could be the clip of the week.
4: D- Dave, is that power I see in your house?
5: Yeah, this is power, but it's, uh, it's generator power. Ah. Damn. If uh, we if we're, if we're, if we're going to get into this, you know, I'll just start by saying this this year has this week has been the longest year of my life. Um, we were in Houston, we were in Ralph's territory, we evacuated. Uh, staying at the luxurious Why is that red... quality so terrible? It does not sound like that on my phone. <laughs> staying at the luxurious <laughs> Red Roof Inn uh, off of the 290 freeway there in in Houston. Uh, but but thanks to my brother in law who lives in Houston, we were spending our days in his nice new big house and uh, playing board games all day. We only had to just sleep at the Red Roof Inn. We didn't what actually did have play? to hang out there. What oh, we games played, did we play? Uh, uh, we played. Okay, so there's a two player game called Patchwork that was kind of fun. So we played that. Uh, we played Code Names. We played um, Yahtzee. No, we didn't play Yahtzee. We played we played one game of Trouble. My daughter, she's sick. She likes to play uh, Taco Cat, Goat Cheese Pizza. Uh, yeah, that's what? a that's a card game. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 is that what, what I...
4: about uh, Sushi Go? Does she play that
5: one? Sushi Go? No, I like I like that one. I I yeah. play that one uh, with Aaron and my brother. Oh, and mom. Man, I feel uh, so. What else so oh, My oh. wife Any and I land? like. Are you? No, you know, your kids Godzilla Jenga. That? No, they're not too old for candyland. We have candyland uh at home. Uh, we played uh Hughes and cues. that's another game we like. that's a good one uh but anyway, so thanks to my my brother in law is not listening to this podcast and he never will but uh <laughs> but anyway, but thanks to him for oh, yeah. housing housing all of us uh his, his entire family not that he really had a choice but uh it was very nice of him but we're back but yeah I thought we I thought we were gonna get power back today, but we don't so I think we'll have it tomorrow but we've got the whole home generator fortunately. Um, so we've we've you know we've been here we have power we've had power the whole time, but uh, we don't have internet or cable or anything like that. so and my store uh, had a little bit of damage, but uh, power's back already and uh, I think we're actually gonna open back up on Tuesday and get back to work. So. Yeah my
2: mom there we go. My mom will be heading back to New Orleans uh, later this week. Uh, Lakeview got power today, so she'll be heading no. back sometime no. in the middle Great. middle late. It's awesome next week. And and that, look, listen, we give people energy a lot of crap in New Orleans, and look, they deserve a lot of it. But it was looking at this at this time la, last right. week, right. it was looking like it was catastrophic, and it's it's been amazing work by everyone. So. Uh, yeah. We're thinking about everybody in Ida, and listen, you know, the Saints season, it's here. The, the Ida made it a little weird, but I have to say
6: this about Saints news. Um, Andrew, the Saints... Well, yeah. before, before, before we start, we had another donation from Budwich Oh, thank <laughs> you, it, check, check the Discord, check the Discord. <laughs> Budrich, if I have to
2: fight with PayPal because they accused me of money laundering again because you donated $2.83, I will find you on Twitter and I will beat you with my one good arm. I swear to God. <laughs> um, also,
5: Andrew's not here. I'll read the Andrew's gone. Call. So you better not ask Andrew. Andrew, question. well, here's the thing I'll ask you. And, and by the way, well, no, and I was about to say, I may not be the best person because for the last week now, I have not been paying one lick of attention to the Saints. I have no idea what's going on. I, I never have. saw anything. I, just, I saw nothing about final cuts. You know, the only thing I know is that little Jordan made the team. Uh, but other than that, um, I have no clue what's going on with well, the team.
1: Here's- We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select campus events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Here's the thing. We need to record. I need to record all my phone calls with Andrew. And by the way, props to Thomas. Y'all wonder what he does behind the scenes. Thomas built some sort of bot that will record (laughs) me and Andrew's phone calls Uh, and give us better audio quality for breaking news. But, of course, it's super complicated for me to use. But it's amazing, and I'm going to get to use it. And I need to do it to record all of Andrew's phone calls because Andrew called me Friday, or I think it was – no, he called me Wednesday, and he's like, Ralph, what is going on with the Saints roster? They have seven linebackers, three fullbacks, (laughs) and no kickers. What – are they doing and I was like Andrew I don't know I'm joke guy you're roster guy you explain it to me so Andrew what are they doing
4: what, what are they doing with the roster you're muted thanks for that mm-hmm. uh, clearly the way that Rex Ryan feels about feet is how <laughs> Sean Payton feels about linebackers right now because he's got seven of them and you only play two I mean, I get the whole the Saints are at base 4-3, but let's be honest. On the field, most times, it's two linebackers. So, seven makes no sense. And I get that they all had good camps, and you feel guilty cutting them because they all look good. Guys like Caden Ellis, Andrew Dowell, Chase Hansen, but you can't play them all. So, I get that some of these guys will be on special teams, but... Not all of seven them. Seven linebackers? <laughs> yeah, seven yeah. linebackers sounds wholly unnecessary.
5: Okay, well well more importantly, uh, we need a kicker. We need somebody that's going to kick. I
4: thought Rosas was still on the team, is he not? No, they I cut him. Know. They got rid of Rosas. So See, but they they're not bringing him back?
2: Maybe they don't have Well, I, the thing is, I think with kicker is there's no way around it. Somebody is getting their entire twenty twenty one season contract guaranteed because they're gonna be kicking for the Saints week one against Green Bay, and that guarantees you a year's pay. Um and I think maybe Loomis wants to Loomis math it and work around it. But Andrew,
4: even- Yeah, you're right. Will Lutz is the only kicker on the roster right now. I guess we'll find out I guess we'll find out tomorrow who the kicker is because they'll have to put Lutz on IR.
2: Andrew, what's weirder, the seven linebackers or the
4: three fullbacks,
5: or the no kicker?
4: Well, they have one fullback on the roster and then two fullbacks oh, on the practice, practice squad. One. So that 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 is also weird. Yeah, I, I I think it's it's intentionally weird to keep us guessing about are they even going to use a fullback, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's strange. All of it's strange. Can any, any of mean, them play tight end? I mean, I, you know, there's a lot of reports that Trevor Simeon is coming back and that the, they might keep four quarterbacks on the active roster. What? That, oh, to wow. is, that, to me, is strange.
5: No, I mean, that makes sense, that, you know, considering you're going to use Taysom Hill, uh, you know, so much in the offense, and, you know, you're definitely running the risk of him getting injured. And then in that case... But that know, was
4: the case last year, and they only kept three.
5: Yeah, I guess you're right.
4: Yeah, I mean... This roster, the, the, the point is,
2: I mean, they gave the players a bit, a, a long break, and the, I think the players are coming back tomorrow. Uh,
4: but yeah. th- th- I, this roster – I'm, the... I'm terrified, by the way, that there, some of these guys are going to get tested and come back positive from COVID. I yeah. saw – I mean, I watched the LSU game last night, and I saw – Don't get me Well, What's the kid's name? It's on the Bengals. I can't believe I'm blanking on his name.
3: Uh, no. Jamar.
4: Uh, the, uh Jamar Chase. Jamar, oh, yeah. I, I see Jamar Chase unmasked on the sideline, and I'm just like, it, I mean, I'm not worried about Jamar Chase specifically, but it's just like, I saw him clearly, he was given the week off, the weekend off to go travel and do whatever he wanted. And it just made me realize, like, these guys, this is probably their last free weekend before, like, it's the season. And I think well, remember, a lot of them, especially can't if they're travel vaccinated, if you're not the party. You can't in the right, NFL. But, I, I, but the ones yeah. that are vaxxed, they're going to go out, they're going to party, yeah. they're going to see family and stuff. And like, you know, five yeah. percent of them are going to come back positive from their trips. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I'm a little nervous about the Saints getting hit with a couple guys that won't we'll be able to play on Sunday.
2: Well, that's a we'll that's a good segue, Andrew,
5: into the segue into the Tulane talk into Tulane <laughs> versus
4: Man, Oklahoma talk. Tulane looked awesome. <laughs>
5: Tulane. <laughs> Tulane,
2: if they don't if they don't win nine games, they they should mm-hmm. run rough shot through that
4: conference. Like they have a quarterback that can yeah. throw now. Um, Let's talk about Tulane for a second, because you know, man, right. I gotta really say good. they they had to move from New Orleans to Oklahoma, play the number two team in the country, uh, and really, I mean, they had a shot. I mean, they really, really did they at did. the end there mm-hmm. to steal that game, and uh, you know, it's always cool to see local teams go to Oklahoma against the number two team and play okay. like that but under the circumstances of evacuating how ha- they were supposed to play that game at home and then they have to go play in Oklahoma and do the city proud like that like, it was incredible Fr- and the only th- thing that was missing was for them to pull off that upset Fr- Fritz mm-hmm.
2: coach Fritz he's the best tooling coach in the history of the program like he is like Tulane. like mm-hmm. they have never they've never had this kind of sustained sustained success
4: Ever, mm. it, like, you're going to put him over Bowden?
2: Yeah, because Bowden did it. Bowden had Bowden went seven and four, undefeated. Then left. Fritz is working right. on three. Fritz is working on three. He's gone to. He's gone to three straight bowls. Three games.
5: bowls. Yeah, mm, like three winning seasons. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm not going to argue with Ralph. Tulane. I'm not going to talk. I mean, you know, the, the 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 nice things you're saying about Tulane, they mean more <laughs> coming from from you guys than they do yeah. coming from me, just because everybody knows how I feel. And Is I know a lot her. of, well, I mean, I, I, I personally know a lot of the people that, that make that whole operation run, uh, and who are affiliated with that program and who have been, like you said, dealing with this hurricane stuff and, being based out of Birmingham and having practices all over the place, and then having to go up to Oklahoma and still have, instead of having that game here. And I truly believe, I truly believe if they could have managed to play that game at Yolman Stadium, I think the Saints pull that game off. I think the Saints beat Oklahoma. You,
2: you mean, to I'm 100% like, sure the Saints would have beat Oklahoma. You just, yeah, would Yeah, what yeah. I the, the, if the, oh, Saints the Saints don't beat oh. it,
4: if the Saints don't beat <laughs> Oklahoma, we got problems. So <laughs> <here. Yeah. laughs> sorry, sorry, <Yeah. laughs> sorry.
5: Yes, Tulane. I, I, uh, I think Tulane. I think Tulane could pull that off. I really did. at home. Hey,
4: it's close, close. And you close, know, I close. don't. I don't know how the Saints are gonna go and how they're gonna do, but I, I mean, I'm acutely aware of like at a time where this kind of thing is happening. Right, you need entertainment. You need something to uplift you, and um, they deserve a lot of credit. They did the city really proud. They did. It was. It was
2: amazing, and, they, I mean, like Dave said, to, to be in that game at the end and be like, holy shit, Tulane's going to pull this off. Like, they, that, yeah. like it was, you legitimately thought it, and I was like, oh, my God. They are, going to, they are going to beat Oklahoma in their own stadium. This is going to be the greatest moment in Tulane football history. But it didn't happen. <laughs> but, but, like I said before, it, this is a good segue about Tulane dealing with chaos. The Saints – they're playing Green Bay, as everybody probably knows by now, in Jacksonville, Sunday, 335. And the interesting thing, uh, and Thomas, get this clip of Sean Payton queued up. Sean Payton, if you listen to him on the phone this week from Dallas, he has really embraced the chaos in a way that is really interesting. Thomas, play that first soundbite of his. I
3: went down for breakfast today, and man, there's a freaking ruckus going on, and there's about... 15 kids playing touch football in the meal room. And there it's kind of a, I don't know how you describe it, but it, it does bring a group of people together. You know, you're, you're, you're trying to give them information, make the best of a situation like this. And you're getting a chance to meet family members and children that maybe you never normally would meet uh, either player to player or coach to player. Or you, you know, I mean, you see a lot of these people at games, but, you know, collectively, you don't see as many like you do in in, in this unique environment. Um, and then moving forward, you know, uh, again, a lot of it will be dependent on you know when when is the city ready to receive you know people to come back. When when are they legit, You know, when are the when the power back up? When when are all the things up and running again at least for people to return? And and uh, we don't know the answer to that yet.
2: I mean, Andrew, I'm hundred percent sure Bill Belichick wouldn't be like it was kind of cool. I get to meet, ki- I got to meet families, wives, kids. I didn't know their names. They're playing touch football. It's kind of chaos. It's kind of cool. Like Bill Belichick would not be doing that.
4: Bill Belichick would say, "Grumble, grumble. I hate kids." Next
5: question. Uh, <laughs> we're on to we on to Cincinnati.
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, me you, mean, you, <laughs> you mentioned Ralph that he almost embraces the chaos and. I do think that Sean Payton kind of visualizes any challenge and it kind of embraces it wholeheartedly. That's just the, the the environment you're you're in. I remember he was talking about when he was up at the Greenbrier, I think it was, and he was driving somewhere up the mountain, you know, kind of windy road, and his car breaks down. And he said he got stuck with a, I guess just like a AAA guy that was helping him with the vehicle. And he said he was stuck on a mountain and he was stuck with the guy for 90 minutes. And he said for the next 90 minutes, it wasn't about football anymore. It wasn't about the meeting he had to go to. It was just about (laughs) him and that AAA guy figuring out a situation. And you know, he kind of drew comparisons of that and how in life these things. I, I just remember that Sean Payton story because I think he's one of those guys that's introspective that way and just embraces... Whatever life throws at you. And so I don't know. That's just another window of insight, I think, into him just acknowledging the environment and embracing it. So I, I don't know, man. Like that makes you feel good in the sense that he's a guy that is able to handle these kind of challenges as they come up.
5: I'll yeah. say this. I mean, one, uh, you know, New Orleans and the Saints, they are. Uh, they are used to these types of situations now at this point, for better or worse. That's like right. This has been, this has happened. Part this of, is, part of the deal. Yeah. It's just, that's kind of been the norm lately, the last 15, 20 years, whatever. Um, and so they're used to it. And I think they're better suited to handle something like this than probably most other franchises in the, in the NFL. Number two, <clears throat> I think Sean Payton and his staff and his, you know, just his culture and everything about that, um, I think they are better suited than most coaching staffs in the NFL and most front offices in the NFL to handle a situation uh, like this. And, you know, like we heard Peyton say, uh, you know, he's, he, he, he's he's certainly not, uh, he, he's not Belichick. He's got a heart. He's not the Grinch. Yeah, he's not, he's, uh, got, a he's got a little well- bit of a heart. And he... Uh, and I, I think this kind of stuff can unite a team. And I think we've seen in, in the past when the Saints uh, are faced with this type of adversity, they usually rise to the occasion and, uh, and do pretty well. well I mean, um, so I'm, this whole thing honestly makes me that much more confident in, in the Saints uh, in week one against the Packers. Well, the thing very is, good Packers team.
2: Remember, in 2005, the further you get away from it, The more insane it look I when I look back at them like they started two and two, but that was just a never ending cluster, you know. And they that was never and they just you you could see it as the year went on, they lost energy. This is gonna be a a defined window of time they're gonna get back. But that's it's Dave, you brought up a good point about the Saints being prepared and how they you know that they're probably the best NFL team to handle this. Sean Payton. He bought a – this was a soundbite from earlier in the week before they had decided that they were going to practice at TCU. But he made a really interesting point, and I want you to hear it about how they had thought through all the possibilities. And he explained why picking a college environment and a, practicing on a college team's campus is the best route for the Saints.
3: The college teams are on a different timeline than the NFL, and and typically they're getting a morning practice in because of classes, or they're getting a late afternoon practice in because of classes. So I know when we were, for instance, at Washington a few years ago, you know they were done practicing long before we ever got there to work out, and so you know I think we had one day where we might have seen just the tail end of a practice. So we've explored uh, a number of 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 colleges relative to their facilities and and also their practice schedule. it it keeps coming back pretty consistently, you know, that there's, there's teams that are practicing seven, eight, eight in the morning and then teams that are practicing four in the afternoon. So, you know, logistically the hotel and indoor facility that matches schedules. And those are some of the basic logistics really.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just interesting to me, Dave, that they had like, they've thought it all through. Like somebody. I mean, I never
5: even, I never even thought about that. I just always assumed, like, I follow Tulane, and Tulane they do all their practices in the morning. You know, they're they're off the field by nine. I assume most of that is because you know it's Louisiana, you know, (laughs) let's avoid the heat as much as possible. Um, But I never thought about the fact that I guess different coaches have different. Philosophies or different cultures or different systems. And, you know, they want to, they believe in, you know, some might believe in film room before you go out there on the field. My, I have played hockey and that was always a big thing with one of my coaches. He always believed in meeting before you go out on the ice. That way you're prepared and you're not wasting your ice time. You know, uh, or I guess, you know, some teams like Tulane or whatever, they say, well, let's go out there. And we'll you know, then we'll watch the film We'll break the film down later. So I, I thought that was interesting because I never really even considered that. I just assumed everybody was practicing at seven in the morning and then, you know, doing this and kind of on the same schedule.
2: Do, do you think, Andrew, Jacksonville, because the, the Saints said, look, we, we picked Jacksonville because Miami was too easy to get to. <laughs> Uh, and we didn't want to play in Tampa and Jacksonville is really hard for green bay fans to get to uh you combine that and the heat I love that is ja- it's just the, the intern doing a 5 minute kayak search day let's not go let's not make really? like the saints had a whole like a whole plan for it
5: but no direct things- flights from from Wisconsin to Jacksonville perfect
2: oh and by the way uh Thomas just put on the screen the, the 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 GM of Green Bay saying, "Oh, we'd have loved to have that game here. I bet you would have, buddy." Thinking you think it's two thousand five <laughs> again, Where they, we're gonna get, they're going to give they're going to give the Saints a home game in Green Bay and then gaslight the fan base and tell us, "Oh, the Saints wore the home jerseys in the program and everything." No, get out of here with that Gudakins or whatever his name is. Um, but is the Heat? Andrew, is it a good thing for the Saints? Maybe, maybe Aaron Rodgers will melt. They make them wear the green.
4: Uh, Rand- Randy Mueller told me he he thinks he thinks that that's an advantage for the Saints because his whole theory. Is, you know, this is a former Saints GM, and look, everything matters with the stuff. But his thought was the Saints have been playing in the heat in training camp, and yeah, I mean, you know this, Ralph. Like you, when you're from New Orleans and you live there, and I remember playing tennis in the summer in, in Louisiana, and. You know, you get into the third set, and it's it's a hundred degrees and the humidity, and it's horrible. But like, the more you acclimatize to it, the more you get used to it, and it it never gets comfortable. But you learn how to deal with it. What? And coming from Green Bay, like the heat just hits you different. I know it's the summer up there. I know it's been <laughs> hot, but like. It's, it's, you can't compare it's my fa- it and it's the, it's the humidity me, that really gets you, you know?
2: Well, it's, it reminds me, Dave, of my, my, the, my favorite all time Scott Fujita quote when they practice in Millsaps in 2006, mm. he said, he said,
4: protecting th- his feet.
2: No, he said, he said, he said the, the Mississippi heat where the strong get weak and the weak just die. <laughs> That's a good one. So, um. You know, I mean, do, do you guys think – and I'll start with you, Dave. Do you think – do you worry that the Saints having to cut $100 million of cap space, Michael Thomas being hurt, having a new quarterback, having to practice away from – a do you think the cumul- – do you worry that it's – that it, the accumulation of everything is just – do you start to worry that it's just too much for this season?
5: Uh, I didn't feel that. Look, I'm going back to, back to the last game we saw, week two preseason. Jameis coming out party. The team looked good. <laughs> Offense looked better than we were thinking. Defense still looks good. Um, so I'm just going back to that. That's the last thing I saw. I'm I'm somewhat optimistic from what I saw then. Um. Uh, so you know, look
4: out, look how beautiful this is it's
5: the, whole, I, the whole yeah, can't world. Even, can't, this,
4: this is this is like this uh, is like Tampa
2: last yeah, year all this over st. Exactly. green bay is going to be a exactly. very popular this survivor is, pool pick week 1 i guarantee you. i
5: love I, I just i love the saints in this position i love when their backs are against the wall i love when they're dealing with adversity uh i think i think this whole ida thing this whole week being away thing, uh, I think it's, I think it only makes them stronger.
4: I guarantee, um, I guarantee you that what you're posting right here, Ralph, I guarantee you that Sean Payton is printing this out. He's right. sticking right. it on every locker and right. then he's putting a little totally. post it note under it and saying, Should we even show up?
5: Totally. Thomas, <laughs> did you make sure we graphic? even
4: go? He did. Thomas did.
5: Thomas, you need to email that, email that to pencil. Email that to uh, (laughs) Peyton. I think it's it's usually just first name dot last name. Hey,
0: Tomas, check the timestamp on this.
5: This is is great
4: poster material. Uh,
5: Yeah, give this to them because I think they could use this. Honestly,
4: whatever concerns I had about this game, Ralph, the fact that it's in Jacksonville instead of New Orleans, you know, the Michael Thomas stuff, the cumulative effect that you talked about, right up until that was just, posted just now yeah i felt i felt really bad but i have a a wave just washed over me Mm -hmm. and i suddenly feel much better about this game oh by the way if you're
2: if you're a patron be on the lookout we're gonna do a picks pool for patrons only where you are gonna pick every nfl game against the spread every week and the winner is gonna get three free months of their membership.
4: Are, are we doing uh the survivor pool again also? We will be doing the survivor
2: pool again as well. The survivor pool man, I I I hate survivor pool. I suck at them. Um
5: I always forget to make my pick like week 2 <laughs> or week 3.
4: <laughs> I should
5: have without perfect. fail.
4: So my kind of opponent.
5: Yeah, I know. No, I know.
2: the Spotify Green Room app and join us every Wednesday night at nine o'clock. We'll see you there. So, the Saints obviously, it's the games are here, so we want to do a season preview. We're going to start with the defense, and I want to start, Dave, with I think this defensive line is going to be really, really good. I know they they have some issues. Maybe we think stopping the run at defensive tackle because Onyamah is going to be suspended six weeks. But when you look at what they have on defensive line, when you have Cam Jordan, when you have Davenport, who, oh, by the way, looked amazing, when you have Andrew's UDFA son, Granderson, when you have Peyton Turner, you have your UDFA same Malcolm Roach, if Tuttle, if Shy Tuttle can get back, to looking like he did when he was embarrassing and putting Matt Ryan on a poster, this defensive line can be really good and dominant. Uh, that is what gives me the most hope for the defense. What, when you look at this defense, gives you the most
5: hope? Me? Um, yeah. I mean, I agree with you on the defensive line. You know, assuming that, assuming that this isn't too different teams you know the preseason team and the regular season team you know assuming that what we saw in the preseason and the and the and the hope and the spark that we saw from guys like Davenport um, you know assuming that carries over to the regular season I mean I would probably agree with you that that's probably probably going to be the most exciting thing I mean you know we were we've been worried all offseason Trey Hendrickson gone who's going to replace all that production he's looking um, really
2: meh in cincinnati Onya, by the way
5: on yam uh is going to be suspended for the first six games so we're already down in that department um so you know i mean i think i kind of agree with you because i'm you know, i'm a little nervous about the secondary um but i'm you know and and line linebacker core i guess I, i've got to be pretty optimistic about them too
2: Andrew, what is your biggest concern about this de- about this defense? Is it is it corner?
4: No, I think it's defensive tackle. I feel okay about corner in the sense that I don't know how, first of all, Ken Crawley, Paul Sinadibo, P.J. Williams, they've at least got three guys. I don't know that I'm confident in any of them, but their strength in numbers, and I just feel like if one of them's bad, <laughs> then... Well, if one of them is bad, like eventually, they'll just say, you know what, like we're gonna just trust that Paulson Adebo is gonna get better eventually. You know,
2: did uh, my I, I, UDFA son Throckmorton make the team? Breaking
4: news, sorry He's 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 on the roster currently. Oh, speaking of UDFA sons, uh, Dave hasn't been around, so we gotta bring this back around. Oh boy. Uh, just so you know, I won the competition. That's because right. Um, Here we go. It's already over. Jo- yeah, it is. Yeah, Josiah, Josiah Bronson is on the practice squad, and the rest of the UDFA's that we all picked are not on the team.
2: Yeah, and the only uh, one that maybe right. could uh, have defeated you, my son, he got released by IR, so I don't think he's he's like
6: It's okay. You done. can
4: tell me congratulations. You could be a good sport. You can
6: oh, well, say I'm some just, nice I'm words. I'm not- <laughs> I was just congratulations. I thank you, just,
5: thank you. I was going to say that was quick. That was. Um,
4: we're 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 now going uh, into dynasty territory because yeah, this is cool. the second here time I've won. Damn. And uh, just want to oh, say, you know, yeah. look, I'm I'm looking at three times in four years if I win next year. So we're we're, talk- well, we're talking dynasty here.
5: Ralph got the Josiah Fathead and put it on the wall behind me. I got you. it yeah, right there. I appreciate right
4: there. I, I appreciate you doing that for <laughs> me, Ralph. It's yeah.
5: the least I can do.
4: Mr. Dynasty. Yeah. We don't even know who the kicker is going to be for Week One, but Ralph's already got him as that fathead. It's yeah, a mystery right. kicker. So, <laughs> mm.
5: I mean, I'm I think. Well, I mean, yeah, this, could, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I think we could, you know, we could temporarily crown you the winner, but you know, the season's long. We don't know what's going to happen. There could be injuries somewhere. One of our guys might get called up from. You know, from the couch or something, and then and right. you know, you, just, you never know. You, you never, never know.
2: I mean, it looks pretty good for him.
5: But yeah, no, mean, for now you're looking real good. He didn't. You're, you're, I mean, right, right now know. you're
4: looking you're looking like the Falcons. We didn't know. We didn't know the
5: play. You're know. Like I, I love the how the Falcons in the third quarter of the Super Bowl against the Patriots.
4: I love how this this uh, competition is like diminishing returns. Like at first it was Granderson. Okay, he had to get a sack to win the competition. That was something. And then year two, it was like that's Malcolm right. Roach basically just made the team and had, like, a tackle, and that was enough for Dave to win. <laughs> now now you just make the practice squad, and that's enough. That's right. Well, what's
5: up? I mean, did we just make – I mean, how many undrafted feel, uh, free yeah. agents made the, made the final roster this year, actually? Zero. Yeah. We, see, I mean, that's the well, thing. Well, is-
2: I think Andrew and, – and, and this is why you should become a $10 <laughs> – you should become a $10 patron. Andrew did a post – I think right before training camp started, and he was like, this crop of UDFAs is terrible. Um, yeah. But I, that was that I, I really think the Saints, they're going to be okay at corner because one of them is going to be Crawley, Adebo, whoever. One of them is going to be not terrible. And
4: I think – I just feel like they can protect – a bad corner, they've yeah. done it in the past. And Marcus you know, Williams, Marcus williams yeah,
2: he's Marcus Williams. The safeties are getting ridiculous money. Jamal Adams, uh, another safety sign this week. I forget who it was. Uh, he got like four years, 68 million. Uh, he's playing for a mega contract. I think he's gonna have an amazing year. Defense, the hardest thing with defense though, Andrew, is it's so it's so variable and it's so flux because turnovers, sacks, even if you're a great defense, and the Saints were great at one point, they were number one in DVOA, you could just go from like one to eleven, and it's not necessarily that you have this great decline. It's just eh, you didn't get to the quarterback as much you didn't get as much turnover luck so defense is very sort of what's what's the stock market term for like a stock that that goes up and down and and um
5: volatile
2: no it's 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 a, it's, a, it's like a fancy pants harvard stock term i can't think of it. maybe somebody in the chat will say it but defense is an issue but dave as far as offense now we you you we look at offense and we didn't we didn't get this sound uh, for the daily podcast this week, but we got it for this show. And I wanted I wanted to pick people to hear it. Sean Payton talked about the plan going forward for the quarterback, and I think it's I want everybody to listen because he talked about how in the preseason they were trying to do decide who it was and be fair, but now that it's Jameis, they are going to tailor this offense specifically to what he likes. And his strengths, and I think it's going to make a huge, huge difference. Thomas, play that soundbite.
3: Feel like he's got the unique skill set with his arm talent. Boy, he can get the ball down the field. Um, you know, he's done a really good job of working through some of the progressions. And then, you know, a lot of that falls on us now, because one of the challenges, and much has been written about it, is they're, they're two entirely different players. So, you know, going into games with two different <laughs> kind of mindsets relative to how to how do you help each one play well and so um you know we'll look closely at the things that we feel like jamis does really well and then very closely at the things that how we want to utilize Taysom and in, in positions we want to play in and uh and make no mistake it, it wasn't I, I know this was asked a lot and i understand the, the question relative to well if Taysom is your quarterback, you're going to lose all the other things he can do. But yeah, that's true. And and yet, um, we couldn't make the decision just based on that because if, if if Taysom were to become that quarterback and and continue to improve, and, and I do think he's going to be in that room working at that position, but we we just wanted to look at it completely from an open open eye standpoint and and and, and just trust our gut with it. Um, those guys handled it well, and I think our teams handled it well. And so, you know, for, for something as significant as that, um, because that being the starting quarterback, and we've seen it with some of these other teams, it's kind of taking more of a backseat a little bit with everything else that's gone on. But, um, you know, they're, they're both real good football players, and, and we're going to need both of them this year.
2: Dave, I feel like Sean Payton is going to remind everybody that from like 2006 to like 2014, 15, the Saints were the best deep passing team in the NFL. I feel like Sean Payton has is, is got this whole Jameis Winston deep passes ready to drop on Green Bay's head come Sunday. Am I, am I, am I wrong to believe this?
5: No, I mean you're talking about the earlier part of his of his statement there, where he was talking about how Jameis has his ability is focused on throwing down the field, and so he's they're going to tailor to his ability, which is it basically sounds like what you said, Ralph, that they're going to be throwing some bombs. They're going <laughs> to they're going to go deep. They're not going to be afraid to go go long. Uh, this is this team is not going to be look like Drew's team anymore. I would say, Um, uh, you know, I don't know. That's, that's fine. As long as they can pull it off, Uh, you know, people say that, you know, Bruce Arians came into Tampa Bay and Bruce Arians runs a very pass heavy offense. And, a lot of people thought that that wasn't great for Jameis and he threw a bunch of interceptions. And uh, so, I mean, I don't, I, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what, I, I'm not a football coach, so I don't know what the best is for Jameis, but I don't know necessarily. I, I don't, I don't want to, I, I, I guess what I'm saying is, is I don't know if I want to see Sean Payton fall into uh, a trap where he turns into like Bruce Arians and this, <laughs> whole thing like backfires or blows up in our face i guess no
4: chance
2: andrew well, what good, are we gonna good. see what are we gonna see mr tape guy because i good. paid $29. Yeah, what are we gonna
5: see andrew what
2: well, are we gonna I, see I, I paid 29 no. for marquez calloway this morning in my auction yeah
4: yeah i think he's gonna catch a lot of passes i think that's a good pickup ralph but um i that
2: think is uh stupid
4: wake <laughs> up <laughs> i i think you know to dave's point you know obviously Arians is a guy that loves to push the ball down the field relentlessly. And he loves being aggressive. And he he doesn't care as much about turnovers. He just wants to keep taking shots, yeah. you know? And I think the difference with Sean Payton is that where I think Sean Payton likes to be aggressive and he likes to be measured. And the, at the times where, like, it's fourth and one or you're at the 50, you know, there's a certain situation where he, he's going to be aggressive too. But I think he's from the Parcells school where, like, he just cares way more about what costs you games. And I think Sean Payton is really like detailed about the percentages, like Mm -hmm. the turnover battle. If you lose a turnover battle, you lose games at a 70% clip, or if your third down percentage is really poor, you lose X amount of games. So he's going to focus on specialized practice as it relates to third down. And so I, I think Sean Payton pays really close attention and, and we've talked about that Bill Parcells quote uh, as it relates to Jameis <laughs> where he, he basically said, I'm either slitting my own throat or I'm <laughs> slitting <laughs> his. Right, he was at, 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 I mean, it was kind of crass, but it was <laughs> like at interception 15, he's not throwing another pick. I'm dying or he's dying, but he's not throwing another pick after 15. Well, because I, I 15, think... yeah, at, that becomes you're losing too many football games at that point. I think yeah. that's that's where Sean Payton will be. if If it gets out of control with the interceptions, there will come a point – where Sean Payton will either say you're going on the bench or we're running the football every play or like <laughs> something's got to change because we're not going to be thrown dirty. Yeah, it's, it's,
2: it's that old quote that you always go back to about Payton, Andrew, where you said, he, he said, we were not going to let it become that kind of game. And I laughed. Right. The, the Athletic, they've they, 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 they polled all the GMs in the NFC, the executives, and the Saints were ranked 12th in the NFC and the final quote about the saints That's the worst from an ex- joke the, <laughs> the final quote from an nfc executive was the saints Jameis is going to be exactly like he was in tampa he's going to take a bunch of sacks and he's going to throw a bunch of picks and the saints offense isn't going to be very good and i was like have you ever watched the saints play a single solitary freaking game in your life. Like Sean Payton is not going to allow his quarterback to be a sack and turnover machine. That's just not going to happen. It didn't happen with Teddy. It didn't happen with Taysom. Hell, it didn't happen with Luke McCown for one start.
5: Okay. okay so. But you you, you see that now, but what are his options now? Okay. So let's say Jameis turns into a sack, a turnover, a sack, Machine or a turnover machine. So he benches him. He puts in Taysom. Taysom could just as well then turn into a fumbling machine. Take and then a what?
4: Look, it's Ian Book <laughs> <He's> throwing rainbows.
5: <laughs> well, who the hell knows? I mean, it's just like you this know, podcast t- t- got dark. <laughs> Peyton, Peyton may not have a Peyton may not have a choice in this. Two match. words. Okay.
4: Two words, Dave. <clears throat> Trevor Simeon. Yeah, I know exactly. Oh
5: my God. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no nope.
5: Thomas you yeah, need a soundbite for
2: when we go in the ditch because we're in the ditch
5: <laughs> wait but going back to his other comments his later comments about how he was they were evaluating uh, uh, Taysom as a quarterback and only as a quarterback and they weren't thinking about how you know if he if he was the starting quarterback how they couldn't use him in the rest of the offense That is that is baloney are you telling me that that was not, they weren't thinking about that, that that wasn't in the back of their head? Let me tell you something. If, if they weren't thinking about that, that means that they are the most unaware, inept staff front office, whatever, in the NFL. And I, I know mean, they are know, not. You
4: know, yeah, yeah. And well, you know they, they are not. So, they, don't, so Peyton, I think look, it's optics with Taysom Hill. You're insulting it's optics our with taste, but it's optics with taste. Solve your problems with aggression. Dave, right? you are like the seg. He made that promise that he was going to give him his best shot.
2: Dave, you are the Segway king tonight because you are just <laughs> leading me from one soundbite to the next by the hand. All right. You're, You're doing a great job because my next soundbite
5: was. Make a donation, folks.
4: Hold Make on. A- what happened there, Dave? Did you move your head too yeah, hard and what- just yank your phone? What, what, what was that? <laughs> yeah,
5: my. My cord is short here. Look, okay, I don't have the internet here. My, <laughs> the cox is out, so I, I'm I'm on my phone. I'm on my cell phone. I'm using Verizon. The cox is order. out. What? Yeah, my cox is out. It's hanging. It's my cox is my cox has been out for like six days, seven days. It's Just been totally, totally out there.
2: Uh, clip that anyway. sound by Thomas. Yeah. Uh, anyway.
4: There no, nah, you go.
5: Hey
2: Thomas, check the timestamp on this. <laughs> no, Dave, I think you're 100% right. And and that was my next soundbite is uh, it was really interesting to hear Sean Payton talk about the difficult conversation that he had to have with Taysom when he told him, hey, bro, it's not you. It's Jameis. Thomas, play that soundbite.
3: Look, we talked for a while and it's always challenging, disappointing. And um, and yet, uh I feel like, Get a real good dialogue with him. He's been here long enough with us now, and you know, I think um, you know the the very first thing any player wants to know is what's your vision for me. Um, what do you see? And, and and I also think they they want honesty in, in, in your evaluation. They want honesty and in, in the vision. And so uh, I've got a very clear vision relative to how he's going to help us this year and no different than the vision we have with Jameis. Uh, they're, they're just um, both going to be, those two are both going to
2: be extremely important if we're, if we're to play well and win games this year. I mean, basically, he's just like, dude, you got to play H-back.
3: Is that, That's how that I conversation mean,
2: yeah, and, it,
5: right? and, like, that's, but, like, uh, you know, last week, people, after the game last week or what I don't know, was it two weeks ago? I have no idea. I don't even know what freaking day it is. Uh, but... <laughs> whenever it was when james we, whatever wednesday it was the middle of the week that's weird okay
4: uh <laughs> i think it is wednesday in poland <laughs>
5: wait today's wednesday oh <laughs> wait was the game on wednesday i don't know. Yes, uh, but anyway but you know there were a lot of people out there were like oh i feel bad for Taysom, you know blah 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 that's that's ridiculous okay you want to feel bad for somebody feel bad for a, a second string quarterback on another NFL team who lost the battle to be starting quarterback for his team and is now going to sit on the bench for the next four months and do nothing and do absolutely nothing. Okay. Taysom is still going to be a huge part of this team and this offense. It's not like he's, it, this is like, don't feel bad for him. He this and, is.
4: and he might be, the saints might be doing him a favor in the sense that he'll be doing what he does best. And that's not playing quarterback.
5: Yeah, exactly. He will
4: end up looking better.
5: I I, I mean, like I don't feel bad for him at all. Like he he had a shot to do. You know, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like he's uh, you know the Michael Jordan of football, and then he wanted to go and try and play baseball, and it's like, okay, yeah, you were all right, but you're not that great. Just come back and keep doing what you're really good at.
2: What he's really good at. He's really good at delighting Saints fans and infuriating the stat nerds. That's his destiny as a football yeah. player.
5: But um, I, don't, I, don't feel, I don't feel bad for him at all because unlike every other second string quarterback who's trying to prove themselves and make a team and be a starting quarterback in this league, he's, he's covered. He's got an insurance. He's got a backup plan. This isn't the end I of his career. Bad. I feel means. a little
2: bad for him because this was his, this was his uh. one and only shot to be a quarterback, though. I feel, I feel a, little bit, a little bit bad. I don't feel that bad. He makes $12 million a year, so I don't feel that bad, but just a little bit bad. Right! No! Uh, oh, But, listen, let's look at this offense, Andrew. What is the thing? Because, because with Drew Brees, we're always like the Saints, they're going to formation teams to death. They're going to play with tempo. They're going to throw the ball all over the place. They're going to complete a ridiculously high percentage of throws, and they're going to be incredibly (laughs) efficient. So we had all these things that we knew they were going to do well the last 15 years. And now we're like, I don't know. What are they going to do well? So when you look at the 2021 Saints, what's the one thing on offense that you're like, I'm pretty confident they're going to do that really well?
4: There's not a whole lot that I'm not confident in. Even the receiving group, I I think it's pretty huge what we saw from Callaway, especially while Michael Thomas is out. Obviously, Michael Thomas is going to come back, but Deontay Harris is a guy that's going to be able to make plays, and I like Ty, Ty Montgomery. He's a guy that can do things uh-huh. here and there, and Lil Jordan, I think, can can make some plays. So I, I think they're okay. Receiver, it's not great, obviously. You want... Michael Thomas in the mix, but until he comes back, I think the development that we've seen with Callaway is, is big. So I think, look, I mean, the offensive line to me is the linchpin of this team. I obviously I have a tremendous amount of faith in Kamara, but I think this has the potential to be the best offensive line in the NFL. And a lot of it, I, I think Ruiz is developing at a, at a rate that's really promising. They have bookend tackles that I think are the best in the league when they're healthy. And obviously Andrews Pete is maybe the one area where you're like, yeah, he's a little <laughs> up and down, but look, he's protected by Armstead and McCoy on each side of him. So, and 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 he's had moments where he's been really good. So, I I think this offensive line really, if they can stay healthy and play at the level where I, I, they're the best in the league, they will carry this offense. Um, there's not a whole lot not to like, and and again, like just going back to what you guys were saying, I think Jameis Winston is going to add an element to this offense with his ability to go downfield that we really haven't seen in like five years with this offense. So I think in some ways it's exciting, uh, but they got to figure out tight end because I was worried about tight end with Adam Troutman. And if he, he and Nick Vanette are out for any period of time, then we're looking at like Taysom Taysom (laughs) playing a lot and Juwan Johnson. Mm -hmm. And that that's shaky to me.
2: I got Juwan Johnson and one of my fantasy teams is a deep, deep sleeper. Dave, this is going to sound like a strange question, but the entire summer on offense, it's we've been focused on who's going to be the quarterback. Oh my god, Michael Thomas didn't get his surgery in time. He's going to miss a chunk of time. <laughs> and then Callaway emerged and we we're like, "Oh, Callaway's awesome. Have we slept on Alvin Kamara and what he is capable of doing?" With Winston and this incredible offensive line, and maybe a different kind of offense without Drew Brees, are we sleeping on him a little bit? As, <clears throat> as strange as that sounds, I mean,
5: well, I mean, I guess we're sleeping on it in so much as the fact that like none of us have really talked about it. Um, but I don't I mean, think he hasn't been playing in the preseason right, games. Gibbs. I yeah. don't think any of us are sleeping on it, uh, with regard to like. Uh, what we believe can happen. I think we all are absolutely – we all know what Alvin Kamara can do, how good he can be, uh, how he can take over a game or change a game, affect a game. Uh, we haven't been talking about it, but I think we've all known that that's there. Um, and I, I, I would say I would say, if anything, if you want to accuse us or Houdat Nation, Saints fans of anything – I guess you could accuse us of taking it for granted i would say is what we're doing we're taking it for granted
2: yeah that's fair um the next thing i want to talk about is we talk about the offense we talk about the defense and and that sort of thing but i wanted to bring up the point of i wanted to talk about players most likely to regress and i had thomas make up fancy pants graphics for it so we're going to go each one of us gets a turn so andrew i want you to start us off what player are you most worried about in 2021 that will regress and not be as good as they were in 2020?
4: I think the biggest surprise to me last year was how well my Malcolm Jenkins played. And, you know, coming coming into this year, I just think when you look at his age, uh, when you look at can he continue to maintain that press ability strength-wise against – bigger tight ends can he continue to run run in the secondary and uh break up passes jump on routes and can he continue that because he's been an iron man F- physically he's a, you know, he's a guy freak. yeah he's a freak that's just able to continue playing in the box taking big hits and uh that that's probably the guy i'm most worried about because the saints are really counting on him and he has a big role and i just think father time's undefeated and he's definitely a little long in the tooth
2: Dave, who did you pick to regress?
5: Um, I'm going, I'm staying in the secondary, but I'm going with, uh, I'm going with Marshawn Lattimore. Ooh, I'm just, contract uh, you. That's
2: not good for him. That's not you good for him. No, I know.
5: Yeah, well. Uh, we'd, uh, nice I, I, pers- I personally think, um, I personally think he's not going to get suspended but uh, that is out there still as a possibility, so he could miss time. And I don't know. This, uh, it's just kind of a gut feeling. I don't, you know, it's kind of just, just... kind of going with my gut on this one. I'm a little
4: worried well, with, about it. Well, with the off season, it's fair to say that he's not off to a great start.
5: Yeah, I mean, you know, he's, he, he certainly hasn't, you know, turned heads or, you know, been the talk of... uh of, of training camp so
2: yeah my dec- my decline makes me sad uh the person i picked because he's a saints hall of famer he's awesome he does a great job and that's cam jordan i think this is maybe his
4: last year as a saint like he
5: oh. okay but i, I okay, worry but here's, about here's my thing.
4: Thing. easy there buddy
5: here's my thing about this pick cam this is you said to decline from 2020 he really didn't play that great in 2020 so he's going to be even worse than that cuz that's, yeah, that's going like, to be really bad
2: that's going really i'm worried bad. about like i just like dude I, he's been an iron man and i just feel like iron men like Jenkins and cam jordan they just when it hits and it's over, it's over. There's no, there's no like gradual, nice landing decline. It's like he was good two years later, boom out the league. And I, I, I don't think it's going to matter. Cause I think the saints are really deep on defensive line. I think other things will work out, but cam Jordan's my guy. I hope, I, I, and look, I will eat it if I'm wrong. Uh, because, uh, I was wrong about, uh, he's, he's my, he's my decline pick. I'm, I'm just saying.
4: See, Armstead, Armstead's a guy I'd be more worried about, like a, another injury to him, you know, and just how that would set him back. Yeah. But I, re- I really think Cam Jordan's going to bounce back this year. I, I think wow. he's going to have a good season.
2: Well, we did we did regress from 2020 because that's no fun. Now we get to talk about the fun stuff, Andrew. Your player most likely to break out. In, oh, we got to do Kevin. We got to do Kevin's regression, even though he's not. Oh, yeah, here. yeah. Yeah. Right. Andrew uh Thomas put put on Kevin's uh regression from twenty We don't gonna, have for Kevin. <laughs> we don't have one, I forgot. No. So let's get to the fun part because Kevin's on a flight somewhere. He went to wrestling. He was he's he was wrestling a tag team something. He's flying back to St. Louis. Oh
4: no, no, he no, he was uh he was at a wedding with his girlfriend. Oh his wedding
0: wasn't
5: wasn't he? wedding with his Can with we his talk? Mom? Can we he, he kind of he kind of had a it was a little bit of a coming out uh
4: yeah, did you? Facebook did you? Uh, Kevin. Did you grab the picture, Thomas? Can you share yeah. the
6: picture of him and his girlfriend yeah, at the wedding? Yeah. Now is the time. Oh, well, did I? Huh? huh. Oh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think, Thomas? Is what do you on think? it. I, this is so. I'm this is the confident. doctor. Oh, no. Oh, wait, spoiler! Spoiler! Uh, oh. Wait! 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 <laughs> Oops! <laughs> there, there
4: it is. There is she Kevin.
6: Is. That's the doctor.
4: <laughs> Kevin,
5: has, Kevin is a boob. He's a boob guy.
2: Kevin has done so well for himself. If you are a mediocre amateur wrestler and you think you can't find Rob and you think you can't date above yourself, look at what Kevin Held has accomplished for himself. Look at it. I'm just saying. I say that as an ugly person with a hot wife. Okay. Oh, God. I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> Kevin has accomplished the unthinkable, and and we should salute him.
0: So.
5: Oh, good for him. He looks 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 sh- look sharp in that in that.
2: Dream. Outfit, in that he
4: looks he looks happy. He's he he looks happy. Dream
2: the impossible dream, kids. That's what I'm telling you. All okay? right. So, <laughs> all right. Now we got to get to the breakout star of 2021 Thomas
4: Thomas already Thomas Thomas already already did it it, (laughs) but but do it 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 was it was worth it because I like seeing uh Kevin happy and smiling but uh yeah Mark West Calloway how could this not be the pick uh based on what we've seen in preseason and with Michael Thomas out they're gonna need a playmaker they're gonna need someone to step up and uh I, I, I guess I'll I'll say this with Michael Thomas we, made, we talked about how when Drew Brees was out and when Bridgewater played and when Taysom Hill played, Michael Thomas continued to amass stats and, and, and continued to perform That's at right. a high level. That's when you know you have a good receiver, right? When you multiple quarterbacks are coming in. And I just want to point out in these preseason games That's right. that Callaway performed in that on that opening drive. He had three catches for 70-something yards with Taysom. And then... The next game, it's Jameis starting, and he's going at Callaway even heavier, and he scores two touchdowns. So I think that's, again, that's a sign of a good receiver when both quarterbacks show chemistry with the guy. When
2: you say breakout, Andrew, are you talking like 850, 900 yards and four touchdowns? Ooh, he's a nice number two. Are you talking like he's the man? Let's trade Michael Thomas in June. Breakout. Hmm. Because I paid for the latter. I paid twenty hmm. I dollars need, I need 1110
4: Maybe somewhere in between.
5: Hmm. Dave, who was your 1100
4: yards. Yeah.
5: I think my breakout player was Malcolm Roach. You was think? That right? Was that right? No. No? no?
2: It was Davenport.
5: My... He can't even oh, remember yeah. who Davenport. his own breakout player was. That's <laughs> right. It's right. Thomas, we need to start oh. making
2: him attend the meetings. <laughs> they need to start yeah. attending the production meetings. Yeah. M- yeah M2F. M-
5: M2F. Knock them two first. Uh, Yeah, well, this was uh, – a- a- Andrew got to pick first on the offense, so he picked Marquez Callaway. So I thought that was a no-brainer. So I, I went on the defensive side and took Marcus Davenport. I thought that was a no-brainer. Uh, just based on everything uh, – Coming out of training camp, Nick Underhill said he was probably uh, he probably had the best camp of anybody. So uh, Davenport has, I think, potentially the most upside, Um, and uh, he's this is it. It's this in a contract year. It's do or die for him. This is it. I would say uh, this is it. This is it. Come on, let's go. Let's go, Mal Marcus, two first.
2: Well, Come my on. breakout my breakout player is what obvious. Did I pick, I'm gonna, when though. this happens, I I'm gonna Roach
5: for something, didn't I?
2: Yeah, you did for for, for predictions. We're 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 teasing oh. this stuff. But my oh. breakout player is uh, Zach Bond, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna sp- I'm gonna spend an entire season. People are gonna dig up all my Zach Bond off season tweets from this off season, and they're just going to tweet them at me. And remind me of how I slandered him uh, as he does amazing. And they think I'm going to give a shit that I made a bunch of Zach Bond busting jokes and that I care about them. That I give a shit. He's going to be amazing and uh, I'm going to eat just like eight pounds of crow, and I will eat a Well, Well, no, no, no. Honestly, what you need
5: to do is you need to go back to your old tweets and do it yourself. Just make fun of yourself. (laughs) Get out Uh, in front of it. Don't even let him do it. I
4: remember the term, the specific term, Busty Bond, getting thrown out there a lot by (laughs) Ralph. And I I just want to point out, Ralph, like, you don't get to go back now. So, like, you have called him Busty Bond. You've leaned heavy into that. Now you're calling him the breakout player when he sucks the – When he sucks this year... You don't get to go back and go. I, ah, I told to go you he was busty. Bust on. I, <laughs> he yeah. he was you're done, ball. man. You're Tomas, check the time stamp and... on this. You don't get to keep flip flopping. Now you Yes, you're, I do. <laughs> you're committed to this. <laughs> no, yes, I do.
2: Everything we do in the show, as soon as yeah. I work, as soon as, as soon as the, we record the, the, as soon as we record the show for the next week, everything the previous week just gets
4: washed away like an etch a sketch. I told you guys he was the busty playout breakout player of the year. <laughs> You
2: did. I just want people to I just want people to make fun of me all year. It'll be fine. He's gonna be he's he's my breakout. He's gonna be he's gonna be he's gonna be, he's gonna be So is gonna he
4: gonna be, be awesome or terrible, Ralph? Which one is awesome. makeup That's he's right. gonna be he's gonna be awesome.
5: All right. Awesome. Check the timestamp. <laughs> I don't think you know what. Hey, in Tomas, all the time, check the
0: timestamp on this. You
5: know what? Tomas, in all the times we've done this, have you ever actually checked the fucking timestamp? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, so, <laughs> so,
2: so now we got to get to season production. Ex- and-
5: hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, seriously. Check the fucking timestamps, because <laughs> I, because let me tell you something. The last show at the end of this year, before the new year, or maybe the first show in the new year. I am expecting some sort of compilation audio. Hey, now,
6: now we have the clips. Now we have the masterpiece. masterpiece. Yeah, yes, I am expecting
5: you. I am expecting some sort of. Audio. We're gonna clip. we're
4: gonna need a highlight reel of yes.
5: all the mistakes
4: Ralph has yes. made all season. Oh, where he said go. this guy was gonna be awesome. Holy shit! <laughs> yes. This,
6: this, is, this is gonna be like eight hours long, man. Come yeah, on, dude, yeah, Thomas doesn't have it's that fine. many hours
5: our in
2: patrons,
4: the day.
5: To- our patrons demand it. <laughs>
4: That's right. it's,
5: gonna we'll cri- you, it's gonna be it's gonna be Christmas. We'll send
4: you a few pieces of extra Polish sausage if you it's need right. to. It's
5: our patrons. It's gonna be New Year's. They're gonna be drinking alone by themselves. It's gonna be fine. That's exactly what they're gonna need on New Year's Eve.
2: Uh, I apologize so, I apologize Thomas I couldn't remember for the record prediction is the graphic just the record prediction or the bold prediction which, which one wh- how did you set it up I apologize both I can't remember both, both. okay <laughs> both. so so we're good so let's go for the F. So Andrew, I want your. We're gonna to get to the game predictions, which me and Thomas forgot to put in the rundown. We'll get to the game predictions as always later in the show. But give me your season prediction for the Saints and a bold prediction marker that you're gonna lay down uh, right night, right now tonight.
4: All right. Well. Oh no! Yeah, no. no. For, okay. for, for the sea, for the season, I'm going eight and nine. Mm. Um, not a ton of confidence as we enter the season. And the hurricane thing with Ida is just oh my God. what really, <laughs> what is going on here? Where are you? <sighs> Kevin. Yeah, where look,
2: am I? <laughs> you're all the way to the left. Kevin looks so young when he's unshaven.
4: <laughs> I'm
2: just saying.
4: And I look like so I'm a going, cereal, I'm Kevin. going eight and nine. My, my bold prediction is that Juwan Johnson will lead the team in receiving touchdowns this year. That scares me a more lot. Than Calloway, more than Callaway. More than Michael Thomas. Double digits Taysom, for Juwan? And maybe digit. like
2: eight. Maybe like eight. Eight and nine, though. Ugh. Dave, what say you for season predictions?
5: All right, I think I said nine and eight. I think I flip-flopped what Andrew <laughs> said, right? Is that put, put put it up You're on the screen. On. It's, it's a good thing we have Thomas – and the graphics here so I can see what I said. There we go.
4: Yes, you, then, you pad nine. Eight. And I went. <laughs> a
5: little. And I went. Uh, look, I, I, I'm a family man. I got to support right. my family in any way I can. Big so, family. That's right. So I went with my family on my predictions. Uh, and so I said four touchdowns for Lil Jordan, four sacks for Malcolm Roach uh, this season. I'm going with the parlay. Boo.
2: These predictions are horrible. You people need to get in optimism injected into your veins. You need to believe in Sean Payne. You need to believe in Jameis Winston. You need to believe Jameis one of one is a prophet. He can see into the future. Why are you not being optimistic? Let's go, (laughs) Thomas, solve your problems with aggression. That's exactly (laughs) what Sean Payton is going to do. Solve your problems with aggression. Mm -hmm. 10-7, and Jameis is going to be in the MVP conversation into November. My bold prediction, CD Deuce, seven interceptions, but he's going to have five taunting penalties. So the ledger is going to be about even. That's my bold prediction. Ten and seven Saints are going to get a wild card. They're going to win a playoff game, and we are going to fight all off about whether the Saints should keep Jameis Winston and pay him thirty million dollars a year. That's going to be that's going to be the entirety of this show every week from February until March, the middle of March. When I love starts. it.
5: Jameis will be, be the comeback player of the year conversation. He won't be in the MVP conversation.
2: So, so give us Kevin's. I like that. Give us Kevin's record, uh, Thomas.
6: Okay, so Kevin predicted <laughs> seven and oh ten. Oh my God, mm. man! Mm. But he,
2: but he went family like Dave. UDFA mm-hmm. son to score at least three you gotta, touchdowns. You
4: gotta,
5: you gotta stick with your family. You gotta.
4: <laughs> I should have gone Granderson double-digit sacks. You
5: should have. You should have. In fact, mm. my 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 saying has always been. When you're here, your family.
4: Your family. Um, That's right.
5: So,
4: um, <laughs> bef- unlimited you know, breadsticks, we,
2: we'll get we'll get to the Green Bay game in just a bit. But first, we got to go. I'm really proud of this trivia question this week. This one, I had to do. I had to do like actual research and go through every Saint season to try to find the answer to this. And I'm not gonna lie, it shocked me. Thomas, put up the trivia question. This is gonna blow people. I think this is gonna blow people's minds. This, it, I, I was, I was like, wow, this is crazy. Uh, the Saints' season opener, kind of on the road. It's a home game, but it's Jacksonville. So, Dave and Andrew, what year was the first time the Saints won a season opener on the road? I'm
5: gonna say 2000. 2000- Five Carolina after Katrina hit the buzzer, yes.
2: Thomas. That's wrong.
5: Mm. Andrew,
2: <laughs> do you have a guess?
4: Well, I know that Danny Werfel they with Danny Werfel they won on the road, um, the first game of the season, right? In uh, what year was that? 1990.
5: Oh, the first time. Oh. Good. Yeah. I, thought, no, it I no, thought it was the
4: I, last I, time they that won. No. That was 97, right? Shit. With Werfel. Yeah. No. It was close. No, 98. 99. Mm. It was 99 with Werfel.
2: Close, Andrew. You were in the vicinity. Ninth date. Thomas, show him the answer. Dum, dum, dum. We needed like a drum roll. I
5: thought it was the last time. When was, was the last time, time they won on the It was
2: Ditka. I was right. 1998, mm-hmm. St. Louis. Billy Joe Homer yeah. won, but he blew out his Achilles. Oh, it was
4: Holbert. Yeah. Oh, game he blew blood his Achilles. Okay. Yeah. Well, they, they be- won on the road the following year as well. That's right. Hobart.
2: Can you believe? It took the Saints 30 freaking years right.
5: yeah, to I win know. a road opener.
2: <laughs> I mean, that blew my mind. That's a good That's track. crazy. That's a good trivia question by me. I'm just, I'm proud of it. Didn't I say 98 at one point? You said 97, 97, 98, 98. 99. So you were like in the, you were like, you were like Battleship. You were just like picking numbers, but you were in the right area. C2. C2. 18. So, so Thomas, uh, play the music. It's time to get to questions if we have any. I did a poor job of asking people for questions. Yeah. Yeah. finger guns psh, psh, psh. all right Thomas what you got
6: uh, okay so first question uh, comes from LD and it is most of the cuts will be obvious but outside of Murray what is the one cut that will make us question the decision I guess this is a That's question from L- L- Ellie of the week Ellie
4: yeah, I would uh, maybe just, uh, obviously the cuts have now happened. Alex Arma would be the biggest surprise, I think, of the ones that happen. I expected Jarr Sweezy to make this team the veteran guard. And, and so uh, for Calvin Throckmorton to make it over him was maybe a slight surprise. But That's I do UDFA think...
2: Throckmorton, we I are, love you, baby.
4: <laughs> we are going to mm. have some... Uh, Cuts and, and roster changes that happen this week. So you know, obviously, it's a fluid lot situation. They got you know, we'll a lot keep of stuff an eye to do. not I still don't think, think there's that... a corner they could trade for? You know, so we'll just have to keep an eye on. It. All right, uh, all right, Thomas.
6: What next? Next question uh, comes from uh, JMU. Uh, who that? And it is. Do you think Sean Payton signed Freeman just so he could relish the moment of calling him into the office to cut him? And do you think he gave him the choke (laughs) sign as he did it?
2: I mean, Sean Payton is a petty son of a bitch. He played circle of life for Greg Williams, who helped him win a Super Bowl when they played the Rams. Hey, Devontae, you
4: had this chance at making the roster, but what happened? God. You think he, you think you think he just stared at him and did that in his office? Yeah, I mean, that would have been
2: hundred hundred percent. Dave, you agree? Like, there's a non-zero chance that he gave him the he gave him the the choke symbol, right?
4: Unmute yourself, Dave. Unmute yourself while you're eating gummy worms or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah.
5: Well, that's good. I'm glad you didn't hear me eating these sour patch kids. Uh... Yeah, no, there's like,
4: I would say like 5%, 5% chance.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Dave's training montage should be
6: clip of the week. 2.83%. Devontae
4: Freeman is now back to being a Falcon. I feel like he had a shot there. he Maybe scored a couple touchdowns this year to maybe flip to being a Saint, but no, he's a Falcon.
2: I just want to say, people in the chat agree with me. Uh, including Andrew's dad, eleven and six. That's what I'm talking about, Mr. Juge. Just inject the optimism in your into your arm like heroin.
6: What next? That's it. Okay, next question is from last oh, we week, but one? we didn't we didn't have that many questions, so I decided to include it. No. And and it, it no 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 it comes um, from the no big judge himself. But rich. Uh, who will catch more passes this year? Lil Jordan or Jamar Chase?
2: Ooh, mm. Jamar Chase is in oh. a rough camp. He's been looking rough. And I he just watched
4: him, LSU play, so I I don't know how uh, motivated he is to play well after watching that team.
2: My Children's League fantasy team for the St. Tappy Hour, is, I, I built an entire LSU team. The only thing I didn't have, I couldn't get Joe Burrow. I have an entire list. Like I have Clyde Edwards Hilaire, uh Odell Beckham, Landry, um, all of it. I it was it was just it's it's beautiful. Uh
6: but Patrick Queen. Patrick,
2: <laughs> I got the Chiefs defense. I got Honey Badger. Uh Dave, how many how many passes do you think Lil Jordan's gonna get this year?
5: I don't know. What did he have last year?
4: Like ten that's it No, no. <laughs> no he did not he did not catch 10 passes last year
5: he had like 20 like something huh? no <laughs>
6: less, <laughs> what? less than 10 yes less than 10? you don't know your own kid dave
4: come on come I'm on i'm pulling his box score up right now i'm guessing yeah. he had seven catches
5: no way, no
4: way. okay you ready I, I, I sorry, I exaggerated way too much. Uh, Two catches. He had five five targets, Wait, seriously? three catches.
6: <laughs> oh, I was close. I was close. <laughs> oh,
5: no, that's terrible. Really? How many three touchdowns? Catches, one.
4: Three catches, 46 yards, one touchdown.
5: Yeah, it's all about uh, efficiency. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, so 33% of his catches are touchdowns.
5: That's right. 30% Tom. of the time, it works every time. Every
4: time. So, Thomas, is that
5: is that uh, it for, no, is that it for wait, questions? Wait, no, I'm going to say, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no wait. We, we have I'm one final 20, question. Wait, hold on, hold on. I'm saying 40 catches for little Jordan. No Holy way. shit. <laughs>
6: so he's yeah. You're catch. the loser, though. I'm going yeah, to say
4: 13. Oh come I'm on! Joke I've ever heard. I'm gonna say 28. That was me, Thomas, that time. That was yeah,
6: me. that was you. <laughs> now you know. Now you All know. All right, we got one yeah. more.
4: We got one more question, Thomas.
2: Yeah, at the, at
6: the last second before the show, uh, Badrich. Oh, uh, I got it in. <laughs> <laughs> What's better, Sean Payton smirk or uh, the Hank Stram strut? Ooh, the, <laughs> Sh-
4: the Sean Payton smirk is fantastic. Answer is C, the Sean Payton strut. <laughs> I feel like Peyton's got his own strut too, and I actually mm. like that better than
2: his
5: smirk. Right. Right. Yeah.
4: Um,
2: Thomas, this was a, a a horrific job by me not putting this in the rundown. <laughs> we got to predict. We got to predict the game score for Green Bay. I didn't put it in the rundown. That's a terrible job by me. <laughs> so, yeah, good unreal. thing.
5: Good thing I don't go to the meetings. Good. Th-
2: good thing so you know people you that know. listen to the show they know what it is Thomas we'll get a graphic for it next week but everybody we we do we, we predict the score of the game and then each one of us has to do a he looks like a star of the day for the saints or whatever so Dave Saint a green bay is favored by three and a half
5: mm. in Jacksonville yeah, interesting interesting neutral fields neutral, neutral field, field is favored by three and a half three and a half uh well we you know we saw what everybody else predicted all the uh quote-unquote experts experts uh so I'm, i'm i'm obviously i'm gonna take the saints i'm gonna take the saints uh it's gonna be close it's not gonna be easy uh this isn't gonna be you know they're not just gonna roll roll over the packers um but uh i i just think uh I don't know. I just have a good feeling about this, given given this week, and, and you know, like we said earlier, I always feel like uh, the Saints provide uh, when 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 New Orleans and the people of the need Gulf it. Coast uh, need it most. I feel like they provide. Um, so I'm going to say Saints. I'm going to say Saints. Twenty eight Packers. 24, Ooh. and um, star of the day. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. You know what? This is easy. This is easy. Easy answer. We mentioned it earlier. We've been. We haven't been giving him credit. Alvin Kamara. He looks Remember like him? A star
1: of the day for the Saints.
5: Goddamn right he does.
4: <laughs> so Andrew, all right. School, I go. Yeah, I go back to 2005 uh, after Katrina and Saints were in Carolina for their first game and they were playing a team that I think was better than them that day. But they fought. Just their hearts out and they did it for the Gulf Coast region and, you know, I think their hearts were heavy, but they just left it all out there on the field and they, they wanted to give a win to the community so bad just to kind of help people get their minds off things. And I remember that experience and how exhilarating it was. And I think the saints are going to do that again. I mean, that was an 11 and five
2: Panther team, by the way. Yeah. Mm
4: -hmm. I I think, I think the saints could, could easily, it could be an up and down season this year, but I, I just think they're going to give green Bay everything they have. And I think they're going to want to do it for the community. And look, regardless of how the game goes, I think, the perspective here has got to be that this is a celebration that this game is happening, that it's, it's a shame that we can't have it in new Orleans in the super dome with the fans, um, especially because this was going to be our first game back from COVID with a full stadium. So mm-hmm. uh, really sad about that. But uh, look, I think uh, they're going to want to step up the players and and give, give us something to cheer for. And it's a celebration just to have them on the field. Uh, but I have confidence that they're going to do it. And my pick, my player of the game I'm gonna go throw it back to John Carney in 2005, making that game-winning field goal. Like I don't day, know. I don't know the star of the day's name yet. Uh, un, unnamed,
5: unnamed kicker.
4: He's not on the team yet, but TBD. whoever gets picked up this week, I think it might be Rosas. <laughs> I think Aldrich Rosas might be back, but
5: uh, I like that pick.
4: Whoever the kicker might be ends me. up being, that's the star <laughs> of the day. 31-28 right. Saints.
5: I like that pick.
4: Kick, kick uh, at the buzzer, field goal for the win. Uh,
5: I'm
2: going Saints 35, Green Bay 31. But mm. for two, for three quarters.
4: Did we just reverse jinx the Saints by all picking them? We probably did. But mm-hmm. Th- Thomas, this, pick the Packers, please. The,
2: the Saints are going to, for three quarters, Jameis is going to look like the best quarterback in the NFL. And we are going to be laughing and dunking on Green Bay. And it's going to be a party. And then Aaron Rodgers is going to get hot. And it is going to be white-knuckle terror in the fourth quarter.
5: That sounds about right.
2: But C.D. Deuce is going to save the Saints. He's going to Mm. intercept Aaron Rodgers and Mm. save them. But uh, it's going to be... A horrible, horrible ride in the fourth quarter to get there. 35-31 uh, Saints. And all our fears about the secondary and the corner will all come to life in the fourth <laughs> quarter. But the Saints will hold on, uh, and C.D. Deuce will be your... He looks
1: like a star of the day for the Saints.
2: And the Saints will be one know. So... Uh that's predictions Thomas. Poor job by me. Didn't even have it in the rundown. Uh we got to get a <laughs> we got to get we got to get a game score graphic. Um uh but uh Thomas, we got to do clip of the week. Do we have a clip of the week this week?
6: I I hope we, of do. we do. Of course we do. Of so course Thomas, we do. So
2: Thomas, play the clip of the week.
6: You already know what it is. I By know. the way, we'll this team the... would have
4: won more games if they had put uh, the ball in the center. Erksleben
6: at quarterback.
2: Er, Erksleben has better... From the oh, it's better... the Falcons! He is. Erksleben has better pocket presence than Taysom.
6: There it has... is.
4: Oh, my God, look at it. Look at, it. Look at I mean... those terrible Falcons jerseys.
2: I mean, look at look at the C-spins off the dude. He's
4: like... 100% down at the one. With instant replay, <laughs> this would have never stood, by the way. I don't know. He is 100% down at the 1. Gosh. Look at how, look how excited the Saints are.
2: This is from Joshua. That's the clip of the week. Yeah, clip yeah. of the week.
4: We need like a drum Clip of the roll. week. Russell Erksleben throwing a touchdown pass has to be the clip of the week. Come on. tremendous. Tremendous.
2: So we had the final thing on the rundown was the Kevin Love update, but we already did the Kevin Love update.
4: Oh, yeah. We did yeah. it earlier in the show. Yeah, we did. So yeah, I, did. I, I got really crossed up there for a second. I thought you were talking about the basketball player. Yeah, Why I get
2: too the run down. <laughs> Why, like, <laughs> Why are we talking about Kevin <laughs> Why are
4: we talking about Kevin Love? <laughs>
2: Does he, yeah. Did the Pelicans make a trade? What the hell is yeah. going on?
6: But love um, isn't isn't uppercase, you know. Oh, love isn't that's uppercase. That's, <laughs> right. that's <laughs>
2: right. That's exactly right. Should read the
5: rundown. When uh, is she going to find out about this podcast?
2: She doesn't. She when, when is she? No. When average. is she? Listen Kevin about? will go. Kevin will go state to state and murder each of us to make sure she never finds out about this podcast. To keep okay, tweeting
6: her now. Tweeting her now. <laughs> <laughs>
4: But guys, They'll go to Poland first.
2: <laughs> oh, and, and 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 I want to say this: people are getting on Twitter. Thanks for tweeting at us and putting your pictures in the Discord. People are getting their mugs from around the country. Uh, I want to I want to give a, uh, I want to give a big thanks to my wife. She did a great job packing them up, making sure they didn't break. Uh, hopefully, uh, so. Louisiana people, you're going to get them later. I know with everything going on in Ida, like the post office, they put a stoppage on mail. We got them all for you. We're going to let it settle down. You'll get them probably. We'll send them out probably next week sometime. You'll get them all. Everybody else will have your mugs for week one. We appreciate you. You should become a patron. You get two months off if free. You get two months for free if you sign up before kickoff for the Saints on Sunday. So you should do it so you can get the best Saints podcast every freaking day i want to thank dave for being a trooper doing it from his house on his phone via generator power i want to thank andrew for doing a great job as always kevin in love somewhere over the friendly skies of st louis uh Thomas, executive producer extraordinaire. You guys that did the live stream. You saw it, all the graphics. Thomas does a freaking amazing work. We're blessed to have him. That dude, he freaking kills it. Uh, so remember, kids, don't shoot your dick off. And until next week, the bar is closed.
4: Saints football is here. Thank
2: the good Lord in heaven.